Hey, hey, everybody. It's Nearby from CerealAndGrapeJuice.com. I'm Nearby on Twitter. I'm Nearby on Instagram. However, I'm Nearby do on Twitch. Go there, man, and follow me so I can get that subscribe button, become a millionaire, and thank you all with a, with a like click somewhere. Anyway, it's time for another episode of Bayside Buddy. This is episode six. Bayside Buddy, the Say by the Bell podcast, which is also available on uh, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. Go there, share the love, or else... Uh, you see all that bad stuff people call each other on Twitter on Twitter? You're all of that and more. Anyway, this episode of Bayside Buddy Episode 6, we will be discussing and recapping and having a lovely fun Bayside time discussing season one, episodes eleven and twelve, starting with episode eleven entitled This is a classic episode. They're both it's nothing but classic episodes from here on in. Except for that one episode, which I don't know is if it's on this DVD box set. They did. It was they. It was it was like a spinoff or something, where there were three or four unknown characters that we'd never seen before, and they were running a school radio station. And yeah, if that episode is on this box set, we're not going to be reviewing it because it's terrible. Anyway, but this one is called the Friendship Business. Air date November fourth, nineteen eighty nine. Before we continue, I just want to say that I've decided that Bayside Buddy Saved by the Bell podcast will be coming out on Mondays now because. Uh, running the website, doing the streaming and work is a lot of work. So, yeah, Mondays now. So, Mondays. Yeah, stop your whining. So, we start this episode, and this episode has uh, that the different guys singing the intro song. Okay, uh, let's take a little, let's listen to a little sample of it. Yeah, that version, that dude singing it, yeah, he's terrible. I prefer, when I wake up in the morning, not this, when I wake up in the morning. Yeah, that sounds terrible. Anyway, after that terrible sung intro, we start with the kids showing up for class. And Zach tells us that they have a group project where they have to start a business. But nobody's come up with anything as far as their idea, their little group. Lisa then arrives and she gives some handmade friendship bracelets to Kelly and Jesse because Zach and Slater and Screech are not her friends. Class starts and the teacher, he wants to hear what the students have come up with for their businesses. A group of stereotypical cringy surfer dudes get up and they show off their idea called Surf and Fold, which uh, makes they make folding surfboards out of cardboard. Slater brings up that cardboard surfboards, they're just going to sink. But the teacher encourages these cringy surfer dudes and he gives them $100 seed money to start their project group of nerds then get up and they show off their idea for pocket protector protectors <laughs> and they receive their $100 to start their venture. The teacher then calls on Jesse and she tells him that the group that they haven't been able to think of an idea until Zach interrupts and he says that their business is handmade friendship bracelets. The teacher approves the idea and he gives the group their $100. And uh, I, I took entre- a, a class, a course in high school called Entrepreneurship, Aurora High School. And one of the things that we had to do uh, during that year was we got into groups, just like in here, and we had to come up with a project, product or an idea of our own and get graded on it and pitch it to the class. And the group I was in, our idea was a chocolate bar <laughs> called the Clubber Bar. And uh, because I was co-oping... At a TV station at that time, I had access to editing video editing equipment, so I edited a commercial together, and spl- I basically made it out of Mr. T and Rocky Three, and made it you know the cl- he was Clubber Lang in the movie, so it was the Clubber Chocolate Bar, and uh, we passed, but it was terrible. It was nothing but the, uh, another group of students, their idea, which I think w- w- is a great idea. And it's a multi-million dollar idea. Their idea was, you know, they take they, it was a jar of peanut butter, but it opens at both ends because, as anybody who likes peanut butter knows, that once you start running out, you have to really, you have to either take a spoon to the bottom of the jar to scrape the last remin- remnants of the peanut butter out. But they, these guys' ideas was for it to open on both ends, so when you get to the bottom, you just open the bottom end and scoop out the rest of the peanut butter. 
That'd be a great idea. I mean, people might say, well, that'd be an expensive thing. You got to make, but no, that's, that's a multi-million dollar idea just waiting to happen. So if anybody out there wants to take that idea, you know, you heard it here, go ahead and do it. Those dudes who pitched it 20 something years ago, they did nothing about it. So, hey, there's a free million dollar idea for you. The dual ended peanut butter jar. Anyway, later, Screech is hanging out with Zack at his house, and Screech says that Lisa can make 19 braces a day, but she's not going to have time to sleep. But Zack Zach doesn't seem to care. Zack says that they're going to need a lot more than 19, uh, 19 a day after the reaction that the bracelets got. Zack then says that the bracelets can make them rich enough to buy the school and get, instead of go to school. And Zack has a classic Save by the Bell dream sequence. We're standing in the building that bracelets bought. A former school converted to a factory by... Who would have believed it? Former student, Zach Morris. Now the fifth richest man in America. Fourth. I just bought Bill Cosby. <laughs> Mr. Morris, how many friendship bracelets do you produce here each year? Well, let's just ask the factory foreman, Robin. You rang boss. <laughs> yes. What was our volume last year, Slater? Uh... Two billion bracelets, boss. Yeah. Two billion! <laughs> How can you possibly produce so many handwoven articles in a single year? Zach, I gotta get more sleep. I know you do, Lisa. For Christmas, I'm giving you a nap. Thank you. <laughs> Mr. Morris, President Bush called. He wants a friendship bracelet for Gorbachev. And Vice President Quayle broke his when he tried to put it over his head. Again? That fetching young woman doing Jack's bidding is his childhood chum, Jesse Spano. Beauty and brains. What a package. Oh, and sir, your chauffeur is here. Send him in, Miss Spano. You can see Zach Morris has not forgotten the little people. You're due at your yacht club in 15 minutes, sir. The limo is waiting to take you to the helicopter. <clears throat> you know, Robin, this used to be my office. Who cares? You're not rich and shameless. <laughs> well, Robin, I'd love to chat, but I've got to go live my life of luxury. Hello, darling. Let's sail to Hawaii and buy it. Mm. <laughs> and there he goes, following that red carpet all the way to the top. Until next time, this is Robin Screech, hoping you all have milkshake wishes and cheeseburger dreams. <laughs> uh, I love a Screech as uh, Robin Screech <laughs> with that, uh, that that crazy fake hairpiece. And then the little facial he does at the end. I'm Robin Screech. And then the little look he gives. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh. I wonder if Robin Leach is still alive today. That was that was a pretty big show, man. Robin Leach's Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. People remember that one, man. Of how how us peons would watch that show and just marvel at how the wealthy live. <laughs> Do that now and people will just, just bury you on social media. Anyway. The rest of for all I know, they might still do that now. I haven't had cable in ten years, so I don't know. There's a lot of actors that I don't even know if didn't even know still act now. Anyway, the rest of the group arrive at Zach's house after the dream, and Kelly is excited about the group working together to run the business. Zach says that they're going to have to mass produce the bracelets bracelets if they're going to make good money. Lisa says that her fashion club friends can make sixty bracelets a day, eighty if they're paid. And Zach replies that 60 is fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got to cut some corners to make some money. Zach asks if anyone has come up with a name for the business, and Slater suggests that, you know, suggests friendship forever. And the gang agrees on it. Zach then says that the first order of, break, of business is picking a vice president. And Jesse su- suggests that Zach should be the vice president since uh, he came up with the idea. Zach scoffs at the idea and says that he's already president. And Slater reminds Zach that everyone agreed already that Jesse would be president. But Zach says that that was before they had an idea. And Jesse isn't ruthless enough to be president of a company because she cried when Kermit and Miss Piggy broke up. 
Jesse, the, yeah, I remember that. The, what did that have? I think that happened in uh, Muppets Take Manhattan. That they had a little falling out and then eventually got married at the end. Yeah, Muppets Take Manhattan. Yeah. Anyway, Jesse gets angry and she says that she's going to start her own company. And Slater and Kelly said that they're going to join uh, uh, Jesse while Lisa and Screech stick with Zach. So we have dueling companies and a commercial break. Rollerblade Barbie. I skate, you skate. We both got clothes that look great. But Rollerblade Barbie only your skates flicker and flash. My friends, your friends, we all love the hottest trend. Cool Rollerblade. But Rollerblade Barbie only your skates flicker and flash. Rollerblade Barbie, you got something special. Rollerblade Barbie doll comes with a pair of Rollerblade skates that really flicker and flash. Dolls each sold separately. After the break, Zach is selling friendship bracelets in the school halls for $5 each. Kelly, Jesse, and Slater show up, and Zach mocks them as he doesn't see any product of theirs, and he says that if they beg, he'll take them back. Slater tells Zach that he wouldn't beg him to spit in it, spit if his eyebrows were on fire. <laughs> uh, of course, it's PG. You can go a lot harder than that. I wouldn't... I wouldn't piss on you if you're on fire. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, we cut to class as Zach tells the teacher that they've made $120 so far. Jesse then tells the teacher that her group has produced a video for their project or for their product and they want to play it for the class. Slater wheels out the old VCR and tube TV and we get the uh, promotional video for Buddy Bands. I was never good at making friends. Never could get a date for the dance. And I tried everything. I tried everything I could think of. And then I discovered Buddy Bands. And now, for only $3.95, my dance card is full. Buddy bands. Buddy bands. Buddy bands. Hey, they work. <laughs> uh, cringe the hell out at Slater wearing the Canadian tuxedo at the start of the video. Oh my god. For those who don't know what the Canadian tuxedo is, it's what it is is it's you, you, when you wear denim pants and a denim jacket. It's just a ridiculous look, and it's known as the Canadian Tuxedo. Oh, he and uh, Slater looked. It was even worse for Slater because he was wearing the acid wash. God. Ugh. Anyway, after the video, Zach objects, as he said, "Buddy bands are the same product as Friendship Forever." But Jesse says that Zach is selling bracelets while they're selling headbands. And the teacher approves the Buddy Bands project and says that there's always been similar products products competing with each other in the marketplace. Class ends and Jesse announces that Buddy Bands are now on sale. We then go to the max where Zach, Lisa, and Screech are feeling down. as Now they have competition and it's going to affect their bottom line. Max then offers a suggestion on a special promotion. He does a magic trick where he turns two eggs into three... And then he cracks one of the eggs and a baby chick comes out. Zach says that a special premium isn't a bad idea. And Screech wonders, you know, what what are they what can they possibly offer with a friendship bracelet besides a perhaps a free friend with each purchase? Zach and Kelly Zach and sorry Lisa look at each other and they begin to nod as they seem to like that idea. We then cut back to school where Friendship Forever and Buddy Bands are both selling their product in the halls. A kid buys a friendship bracelet, and he's given Screech as a free friend for an hour. <laughs> and Screech is given a pile of books to carry. Man, it reminds me of um, my senior year at high school, where uh, at the beginning of the year, it was uh, there was something called slave for, slave for a day, where seniors would uh, be on auction, and the freshmen would uh, pick a senior to be their slave for a day, and. I decided to take part, and uh, the the kid who picked me 
made me carry his and his friend's book to class all day. So, yeah. And he also made me wear a sign that said, I love Power Rangers. So, yeah, it was it was also to embarrass the seniors. But it was basically a way for the seniors and, and the freshmen, the ninth graders, to, uh, to, uh, to mingle. But, yeah, that was the last I saw that kid anyway. We never hung out. <laughs> yeah, his name was Darren. Anyway, yeah. We then cut to the max for Screech and uh, Screech. Is now being a friend to a girl, and he's being—he's pretty much being manhandled or woman handled by her on the dance floor. <laughs> After the dance is over, Screech's friendship for an hour is over, and Screech tells the girl that uh, it's now five o'clock and their time is up. And Screech tries to leave, but the girl stops him, and she tells Screech that they're not done. She reveals that she bought about nine bracelets and she continues dancing with Screech and just tossing them around. We then go to Zack's house where Screech arrives and he falls to the floor in exhaustion. He tells Lisa that for the first time in his life, he's the most popular kid in school and it's killing him. Lisa feels bad for Screech and she wants Zack to give Screech a break. Zack agrees and he tells Lisa that that now she'll be the free friend. Starting tomorrow. And he tells Lisa that a lot of guys want to want Lisa as a friend, but not to let it interfere with her work. Lisa gets pissed and she quits the business. And she takes Screech with her and the fashion club with her. As we then get a commercial break. Tickle me Elmo. When your child tickles him, he talks. Laughs. And his whole body shakes. Tickle me Elmo and his tickle me friends. From the Tycho Sesame Street family. After the break, Lisa and Screech have left Buddy Bands, or they've let Buddy Bands know that they've quit friendship forever. Lisa tells them that their company is different, as everyone gets an equal say. Lisa tells them that the girls in her fashion club are excited that they're going to get paid to make the Buddy Bands. Zack then arrives and he starts packing up the friendship bracelet business. But Jesse and Slater think that he's faking it, until Zack puts up an out-of-business sign. Zack then goes to the group and he tells them that he knows when he's been beat and he buys a buddy band. He then walks away and he winks to the camera. (laughs) Slater and Jesse are now excited that they've got no competition and they state that they want to make 500 more buddy bands. Jesse tells Lisa to alert the fashion club that they need to produce more product but Kelly is iffy about risking all of their profits. Slater tells Kelly not to worry because now they've got they don't have any competition and they've owned the marketplace. All of it's like they've cornered the market. Lisa then wonders what happened to everybody having an opinion. And Jesse tells Lisa that, you know, there's no time for your opinion now. She wants 500 more buddy bands by tomorrow morning. Yep. We then go to the boys' locker room where Belding is lifting a dumbbell and Zach arrives. I should have known you were here buffing those biceps off. You'd be surprised how many whistles this arm gets when I signal for a left turn. (laughs) Huh? Huh? Now, sir, I'd like you to have this buddy band as a gift for me. Thought you were pushing friendship bracelets. Oh, well, those are out, sir. These are in now. I jumped on the buddy bandwagon. You want to give me a buddy band? Badly. Look, sir, I know we've had our differences, but having you wear my buddy band would mean so much to me. Zach, this is historic. We're relating. Not as principal and student, not as detentioner or detentionee, but as Zach and Richie. your brother. Boy. These things really do work. <laughs> I tell you, man, Mr. Belding had some pretty okay guns there. Some, you know, some decent, not total, you know, not Schwarzenegger style definition, but he had some, uh, some visible muscleage going on in the biceps there. Anyway, we then go back to the halls where Jesse and Kelly are selling buddy bands and they're excited at their sales. That's when Belding arrives and he's wearing a buddy band and he looks ridiculous. And he takes his ridiculousness to a student, and he greets the student, and he's, he calls him his fellow buddy bander. <laughs> Zach then walks up to the kid, and he tells the kid 
that he wouldn't be caught dead wearing the same thing that the school principal's wearing. The kid then quickly goes to Jesse and Kelly and he demands his money back. Jesse tells the kid that they'll be happy to refund his money if his buddy band is defective. And the kid tells Jesse that Belding's wearing one. You can't get more defective than that. <laughs> oh, yeah, you gotta love it when adults try to relate. <laughs> anyway, a bunch of other kids hear this news and they quickly demand their money back and their money back as well. Slater then arrives with a box of 500 more buddy bands. He looks around and he wonders what's happened to all the hoopla. We then cut to, to the max where the buddy band, the buddy banders, <laughs> they're feeling down. <sighs> Screech blames Jesse for the business failure. And Kelly agrees as Jesse and Kelly become more concerned, or saying that Jesse and Slater have become more concerned about beating Zach than running a business. Lisa agrees that Slater and Jesse got greedy. And the group begin to argue amongst themselves until Slater halts all, halts all the arguing. He tells Jesse that it's true. You know, they got greedy. And they ended up beating themselves in their quest to beat Zack. Zack then arrives and he sits alone at a table. As the group see him arrive and they don't want anything to do with him, they just look away. Max then asks Zack, you know, what's going on? How's the business going? Zack tells him that he put them out of business. And the buddy band's kids don't like him anymore now. Max then tells Zach that he can he can help. And uh, how would he like a, an order of four friends with a screech on the side? Max then heads over to the other table and he reveals five friendships bracelets via a little magic trick. He then tells the group that they are courtesy of Zach. The group gets up and they go to Zach and they tell them that they want to be friends again. And they all forgive and they sit together. Jesse then says that they're all going to get F's on the project because their product failed. But Zach says that the products didn't fail, they did. That doesn't mean that they have to fail. Anyway, you know, it doesn't mean that they still have to fail. Zach then says that both the bracelets and the headbands were good ideas. And if they can put them together somehow, something can be born. Screech then says that he has to go home now. Because his mom wants to be the one to tell him how babies are born. <laughs> Ah, oh, damn it, Screech. Ah, <laughs> oh, what a great foil. Anyway, we then go to class the next day for results of the businesses. The nerds report a final profit of $270. And the, the head nerd says that they that they never sold any pocket protector protectors. <laughs> Try saying that a bunch of times fast. So they use their $100 seed money to buy out the surfer guys. <laughs> And they sold the cardboard surfboards as car blinders to block out the sun in the dashboards. So, there you go. Well, I, well done. You know, nothing wrong with buying out your competition, I guess. Until it gets a little too out of hand, I guess. Whatever. Anyway, Zach and Jesse then reveal that Friendship Forever and Buddy Bands merged. And they created love cuffs. Where couples can use the bracelets and bands to cuff their wrists together. They made just enough money to break even. And then they gave the rest of their inventory to the nerds who used the headbands to make straps to hold the school books together. The teacher is surprised and he says that the goal was to run a successful business. And Zach replies that they'd rather be friends. Ah, and the, zoo, the group is prepared, prepared to receive their grade. So we're ready for whatever grade you want to give us. But please don't make it too low. I hyperventilate. Spano. Raise that chin. If you learn that it was a mistake for a company to be cold, calculating, and cutting, if you learn that it's better to be happy, helpful, and humane, why then you've learned the best business lesson of all. You all get an A. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I love the humming, but I, I just wish that they would have just kept it the, hud the humming instead of eventually fading into the actual music. But, you know, you can't win them all. Anyway, they, they're successful in their venture because they, they learned a lesson. And isn't, isn't that what it's all about? It's all about learning a lesson. It's not about money. By the way, if you want my PayPal address, you can send me money. It's all about learning a lesson. <laughs> 
Anyway, that was the that was ep- that was the friendship business, right? That was what it was called. Yeah, friendship business, a classic episode. Uh, except, of course, for for the god awful Canadian tuxedo, and it looks even worse, acid wash style. Ugh. Ugh. That, 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 that. Terrible. God. And, and you know, you what know, made it even even worse when when Slater had the freaking collar of his freaking denim acid wash jacket up. He looked. I don't, you know, screw him. I don't care about his muscles and his dimples. He looks stupid. But anyway, that was that episode. We move on to season one, Saved by the Bell, episode 12, entitled, this is another classic, The Mamas and the Papas, air date November 11th, 1989. And in this episode, we get the original intro singer back, thank God. Because, uh, uh, man, where, where, why, why, why? Uh, well, I guess they wanted to try. I don't know if that's, that intro singer comes back. He probably does. Because I do remember that singer from when I watched this show on Saturdays. So, And then on, in, on uh, weekday mornings after coming back from a night shift, watching it on TBS about 20 or so years ago. Uh, but yeah, this that uh, good to have the original back. So anyway, we start in class where it's finger quote wedding day. And the couples are Zach and Kelly, Slater and Jesse, and Screech and Lisa. And they're all wearing shirts that say husband one, two, and three, and wife one, two, and three. They're all walking down the aisle, and Lisa's not happy, obviously, about being Screech's wife. Zach then tells us that this is the greatest day of his school life, as he's marrying Kelly as part of a social science project. Belding then arrives to preside over their wedding ceremony vows. As he says that the regular teacher eloped last night with the shop teacher. Lisa asks Belding why she has to marry Screech. And Slater wants to know why Zach gets to marry Kelly. Jesse gets offended and tells Slater that no woman is his possession. And Zach agrees and says that Kelly is his. (laughs) Yeah. Belding then answers that all couples were matched alphabetically. Which is bullshit. Because if that was the case, it should have been Zach with Kelly, Screech with Jesse, and Slater with Lisa, okay? Because if you go by last name, you have, uh, in order, alphabetical order, Morris for Zach, Powers, and Slater, right? And then for the girls, you have Kapowski, Spano, and Turtle. So it should have been, if you want to go alphabetical, Zach, Kelly, Screech, Jesse, Slater, Lisa, if you want to go alphabetical by first name, it would have been A for Slater, Samuel for Screech, and Zach, Z for Zach, and then uh, the J, K, and L. So it would have been Jesse with Slater, okay, and then, uh, okay, so I guess they went with first names. Never mind, they didn't go with last names, so that's how it worked. My bad, shut up. Anyway. Uh, Belding tells the couples that their grade will be determined by how well they communicate and handle life's differences. And the couples are married off and the experiment will end Friday night at the max. Everything in, everything is at, it's always at the max, damn it. But what you going to do? It's like the peach pit, Beverly Hills 90210. And we then go to the max and Jesse's excited about the project as a way to learn about life. Slater calls Jesse Mrs. Slater and Jesse says that if she married Slater, she wouldn't use that. She don't use her own last name. Slater then jokes that Jesse probably wants him to have the kids, too. <laughs> uh, Slater's great in this episode, man. I love it. <laughs> he totally makes up for that god-awful Canadian tuxedo earlier. Anyway, the group discusses the important things about being married when Max arrives rolling out a big cake for Lisa. And Lisa's excited about the big cake until Screech pops out wearing a shirt with a heart on it. Not a heart on, a heart on it. Sorry. <laughs> And Lisa suddenly develops a nervous twitch. Speaking of twitch, N-A-I-R-B-Y-D-O on Twitch. Follow me, man. Gaming. Yeah. Anyway, we then go to Lisa's house where she's working out in her bedroom. And there's a knock on the door. And it's Screech. He sets down some flowers. And he starts working out badly with Lisa from behind. Lisa asks Screech why he's there. And Screech just... Screech says that uh, he wants to go where the music takes him. And he continues working out. Lisa asks Screech, you know, what's this? You know, why has he got a suitcase? And Screech replies, 
that since they're married now, he's moving in. <laughs> oh, Screech. Lisa reminds Screech that they're not really married. And she starts twitching again. And she tells Screech to leave. And Screech begins to head out before stopping and telling Lisa that he forgot to kiss her goodbye. <laughs> oh, Screech is so awesome. Lisa throws a pillow at him and he takes off. We then cut to Lisa saying her prayers before bed. She then lays down in bed, and Lisa has a dream. Time to get up, darling. The morning sunrise is no match for you. That's what got Honey, I'll protect you. <laughs> ah, yes, the perfect foil. I loved it. <laughs> I love seeing his face in the in the clock and then in the mirror. Ah, <laughs> oh, Screech is awesome. Anyway, Lisa wakes up and she starts to twitch again. We then cut to class the next day, where it's where it's uh says that it's the honeymoon is over. Based on the uh, the key, the word on the screen, yeah. In uh, broadcasting, we call it the Chiron. Little education for you, for those of you who are not in the know, like I am. Anyway, Belding tells the class that today the classroom has been transformed into the newlyweds' apartment. And the first couple to uh, try the new apartment are Mr. and Mrs. Slater. And Jesse chimes in that they are now the, the Spano Slaters. Belding explains the situation. <laughs> He tells, he says that uh, they both have to, that the situation is they that they both work and they get home at dinner and uh, they're both hungry. <laughs> I'm home. Great. I'm starved. Oh, me too. What are you fixing for dinner? <laughs> Nothing. I'm a guy. <laughs> Later. Well, why don't you just call me what you usually call me? Oh, what's that? Tiger Man. <laughs> Looks later. Since we both work, we should share the household chores. Fine. You cook, I'll eat. Yeah. <laughs> Haven't you ever heard of the women's movement? Well, sure. Put on something cute and move it into the kitchen. <laughs> Mr. Belding, he doesn't want a wife. He wants a maid. Would he settle for a mother-in-law? <laughs> okay, then that's a problem you two will have to work out. Thanks. Sure. <laughs> Oh my god, I love it. Slater is just hilarious as the total dude, the dick. <laughs> oh my god, great. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Anyway, but screw him for not cooking. CerealGrapeJuice.com, man. Because I'll tell you, man, no wife of mine would be allowed in the kitchen unless she is on my level. Okay? Sorry, not sorry. Because I'm a, I'm a machine in the kitchen. CerealGrapeJuice.com to go check it out. Recipes with video. Anyway, we then move on to Zach and Kelly. Where, uh, yeah. Now, here is their situation. A tearful Kelly has wrecked Zach's car. Ooh. Okay. Zach, I've done something terrible. Who cares? Kiss me. Zach, affection does not solve all problems. Solves mine. Try again. Zach, I totaled your new Ferrari. I don't know what to say. Oh, you poor, poor thing. <laughs> You're too upset to talk right now. Very good, Zach. Let's kiss until you calm down. Feel, Zach, I think you should calm down. Uh-huh. You can't do uh, what Zach did now because uh, Twitter is gonna Twitter will get mad at you. Even though, you know, I, I see it as totally innocent, but I'm of a completely different generation. But I'm not going to change because eat my butt. Anyway, we then move on to Screech and Lisa. Now for our third couple. Is it the Turtle Powers? It's the Turtles. I'm taking her name. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Screech has just lost his job 
and comes home looking for comfort. Lisa? <laughs> okay. Oh, Lisa, Lisa, Lisa. Uh, Lisa no en casa. <laughs> I love it when you speak German. What do you want? I was fired today. So? I don't think I have the strength to go on living. Okay. Lisa, your husband needs more support. Hold me. As long as I have you, I have the strength to go on. Something wrong, Lisa? Mr. Belding, and I cannot go on with this. I am allergic to screech. Oh, darling, I won't leave you while you're ill. Let me take care of you. Whoa. No, I think you are allergic to him. Well, I have no choice but to annul this marriage. Annul? Does this mean that Lisa and I aren't married anymore? Right so, screech. Uh, oh, poor, poor Screech. You know, uh, I gotta add the ah uh, sound effect because there's a lot of ah, uh, you know, uh, moments for Screech in this whole Saved by the Bell universe, man. Poor guy. Anyway, this is uh, this uh, uh, recap of this episode. It's obviously going to be a heavy uh, audio episode because uh, I can't do it justice of the awesomeness of Screech and Slater and so on. Anyway, we then get a commercial break. Well, if it isn't Tamagotchi, her new favorite pet. Yes! So what's that make me, fish sticks? Oh, are you hungry? Oh, no, 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 no. By all means, feed it. Play to your heart's content. Look, Goldie. I took good care of her, and she changed again. Change? How about changing some water here? Katie, bus is here. So Tamagotchi can pause. I can pause, too. Want to see that again? Tamagotchi, the original virtual reality pen. Your care determines the pets you get from Bandai. And after the commercial break, it's time for another simulation. Belding announces that he's changed the rules. And the two remaining couples are going to be parents to teenagers. Belding tells the couples to choose a door where there's a teenage kid who will be revealed. Zach and Kelly go first. And their kid is revealed to be Screech. (laughs) And Zach isn't happy about having Screech for a son. But Kelly welcomes him in and Screech calls her a hot mommy. (laughs) Uh, What a hot mommy. (laughs) Anyway, Jesse and Slater then open their door. And it's Lisa. And Lisa wants a big allowance, no curfew, and her own phone. Slater tells Lisa that she sounds just like her mother. (laughs) Uh, It's funny because nowadays you see see kids is a lot younger than high schoolers with their own phones. Which which I personally don't get. I mean, in my day... I, hell, I didn't get my first cell phone until I was in my 20s. But, alright. I guess uh, kids today, uh, uh, I don't know. I guess I, I I don't get it, but whatever. Anyway, we then go to the boys' washroom where Screech has written Lisa's name in toothpaste on the mirror. And he, Screech is upset that he went from being Lisa's husband to Kelly and Zach's kid. And tomorrow he'll probably be Jesse's dog. Slater reminds Screech that it's just a project and it's not real. Screech gets angry and he starts poking Slater. (laughs) He starts poking him in the chest and backing him up against the wall. And he tells Slater that it's real for him, damn it. And Slater tells Screech that he can probably help him out with Lisa. Slater says that since Lisa's his daughter, she'll listen to what, you know, she's going to listen. And, uh, well, she'll listen to what her finger, quote, father tells her. Even when it comes to who to date. But Slater says that he'll do it if Screech helps him out helps him out in return. And Screech says that he can be that he can teach Slater how to drink a Slurpee through his nose. <laughs> Alright, and we then go back to class where it's time for the surprise, according to the Chiron. Belding tells the class that dealing with the unexpected is one of unexpected is one of the key things to a successful marriage. Zach and Kelly are first. 
And the scenario is that Zach desires a romantic evening alone with Kelly. But uh, Kelly has plans of her own. Honey, I'm home. I have a surprise for you, Zach. A surprise? Dad, my bike has a flat tire. Put a Band-Aid on it. <laughs> Zach, he's your child. He just wants your attention. Attention. All right. I'll give him more attention. Son! Get lost. Zach. Mom, Dad's not relating to me. He's quiet, Zach. There's no way to treat your son. But you're doing a good job, Mom. Keep it up. <laughs> ah. Screech, I'm sorry. Now, let go of Mommy and go to your room. No. I'm your father. Go. Mom, call 911. He's not going to about your father loves you, don't you, Zach? Tell him. <laughs> I love you, <clears throat> Screech. You're just saying that to get close to mommy. I know dad. <laughs> Mr. Belvin, Screech is acting like a jerk. Well, teenagers are often annoying one minute and perfect angels the next. You should know that. Always a big surprise for me. I'm gonna have another baby. Oh, great. That's all I need to screech part two. <laughs> Zach, you are a terrible father. I don't want to be married to someone who doesn't like children. <laughs> what are you saying? I'm leaving. I'm going too. I'll send for my ant farm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love that Screech and, and Kelly were just totally playing the roles. It's just, ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Tiffany Amber, man, she was just a great Kelly, great as Kelly. How she was playing the the nice girl, the good girl, and you didn't see that that at all. At least in my day at school, you didn't see the 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 popular, good looking girls being nice to the to the nerds. But the Tiffany Amber Theason played the, the Kelly Kapowski role perfectly and God, who didn't love Kelly man come on that's why friggin Zack and Slater were just fighting over for, for the whole friggin time anyway Slater is happy with how things went and we get a commercial there's the Autobots in big space but where are the Autobots who cares Decepticons are gone oh no look Introducing the Autobots Omega Supreme Defense Base. It comes with a motorized tank with flashing turret lights. Decepticons! Counterattack Omega Supreme! Transformers! Omega Supreme will stop them! Robots in disguise! Omega Supreme is invincible! Transformers! 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 I'm going to stay home and raise our little Lisa so that you can be a full-time lawyer. Well, Slater, I am impressed. Spare me. I want to have at least seven kids. Oh, great. So I'll have to take a number to get into the bathroom. <laughs> seven kids? Slater, I don't know. Oh, no, no, no. It's all right, darling. I'll give up my career and take care of them all. Why? Because I'm a good father. <laughs> knock, knock, knock. Mr. Stanislater, I've come to take your daughter Lisa to the movies. How sweet. Uh, Lisa's not home right now, so when you hear the beep, hang up. Beep. <laughs> She's home, I see her right there. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, Screech, I'm sorry, buddy. I did my best. Thanks for coming over. Wait a second. You promised me a date with Lisa if I broke up Kelly and Zach. What? 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 Oops. <laughs> Kids. <laughs> You never know what they're going to say. <laughs> uh, I love the rival, the Zack Slater rivalry. <laughs> Slater is just awesome in this episode, man. I love it, man. He, he's, because I'm a good father. <laughs> As Kelly looks on, just, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Marilo Lopez and Mark, uh, yeah, Zach. God, yeah, his name. Anyway, we then go to the Belding's office. The Bel- we go go to Belding's office, where he's upset with the boys for making a mockery out of the mock marriage. He says that he's failing all of them. Zach then says that Screech and Slater should be the ones who fail. 
And Screecher, Screecher, Screech wonders why he should fail, since Zack and Slater are the fathers and he's just a kid. Belding says that they're all to blame for bringing their rivalries into play, which I don't get. What rivalry does Screech bring into it? Screech just, he was, uh, he was uh, manipulated. So it should be Zack and Slater, but what you going to do? Anyway, Belding asks Slater why he tried to break up Zack and Kelly, and Slater says that he wanted to be, he wanted to be married to Kelly. Screech calls Slater a homewrecker and tells him to stay away from his mommy. <laughs> Slater tells Screech that Kelly's not his mommy. Screech asks Zack if that's true, Daddy. Is that? <laughs> and Zack tells Screech that he's not his daddy. And Screech is now upset that now he's an orphan. <laughs> oh my god. Belding tells the guys that he's disappointed. And that it's good that the girls found out about them before it was too late. The guys finally agree that they acted like assheads and they apologize. Slate's, Slater wants to be let back into the project and Belding says that it's up to the girls. Screech then asks if Belding will be his daddy if the girl says no. <laughs> oh, you silly boy. Anyway, we then go to the Max for the anniversary dinner where the Max is decked out to look like a fancy restaurant. Jesse and Lisa arrive together looking spiffy, looking phenomenal, if I do say so myself, and Slater compliments them. Max then says that he will take their orders. Slater's off. Slater offers to do take everybody's order. And Jesse says that she'd like to order for herself. Because that's what Jesse does. Lisa then asks, what, the, what is the most expensive thing on the menu? Max does a magic trick and he reveals a live duck. And then he suggests a Max burger. Slater agrees and he orders three Max burgers. We want a Max burger for everybody. And Jesse gets upset. That Slater is ordering for her again. Slater says that he can't help it because he's the husband and the husband should be the man. Jesse replies that if a husband's a real man, he wouldn't be threatened by a woman who knows what she wants. Slater replies that Jesse's a great girl, but he thinks they should break up before he sends her to the moon. <laughs> Jesse then is worried about how that's going to affect their grade and Slater says that two people like them should never be married. And Jesse agrees. Kelly then arrives for her scenario with Zack. Max escorts her to Zack's table. Zack says that he's been sitting in his room watching Brady Bunch reruns since they've been apart. Uh, and I've got the entire series of the Brady Bunch on box set, baby. And I last year I watched it all. And uh, what a great show up until Oliver showed up and ruined it all. And, uh, and uh, it's not ironic that uh, the very last line spoken... In that series before it was cancelled was spoken by Oliver. Alright, I don't know. I don't remember what he said, but he said something and then credits, and then that was the end of it. So damn you, Oliver. Damn you. But I, at least I got the whole set. Maybe one day I'll do Brady Buddy, but that's I don't know how there's that's like nine seasons. Bloody hell. Anyway. Kelly tells Zach that uh he always makes her laugh. And it's just too bad that he doesn't feel the same way about their kids as he does about her. Zach replies that he was only that he was an only a child and he wanted Kelly all to himself. Zach asks how little Screech is. And Kelly replies that he talks about Zach all the time. Max then arrives with a large domed serving tray and he places it under the table. Zach asks Kelly if she'll give him another chance and Kelly says that she'll have to think about it. Zack then removes the dome from the tray, and we see Screech's head, and he greets Daddy Zack. Zack asks Kelly again if she'll take him back, and Screech tells, or Screech's head tells Kelly to give him another chance, because he needs a new bike. <laughs> God, Screech. Anyway, Kelly asks Zack if he can accept that it's hard to be alone when you have kids. Zack says he can do that. He can do that. He can do it, and he wants to do it. Kelly says that at times it's still nice to be alone. And she takes the, the dome and puts it back over Screech's head. Belding announces that the project, did now, the project is now over. And Jesse says that, that the, she and Slater just couldn't make their marriage work. Belding says that sometimes two people just aren't compatible. But the important thing is that both couples succeeded at communicating. And he passes, he passes everybody. I guess including 
uh, Lisa and Screech, even though they got the easy way out. Just saying. They should have just, they should have gotten C's. But uh, yeah, what you going to do? Anyway, Kelly then tells Zach that she's got another surprise for him. And that they had another kid and it's a girl. She removes the dome again and it's Screech wearing a pink baby bonnet. Baby bonnet and she calls out to Daddy Zach. <sighs> and then we get the credits on this classic episode. Great episode. Seriously, man, I, I don't care what anybody says. If, if you're one of these people who are easily... I, ca- I call you delicates. All, you, all these friggin' social media offended clowns. I love Slater in this episode, man. Being all meathead-like. I loved it, man. Sorry, not sorry. Well done, Slater. You're forgiven them for that god-awful Canadian tuxedo. Bloody hell. Anyway. That was the Mamas and the Papas, and that was this episode of Bayside Buddy and Saved by the Bell podcast. Next time, next Monday, coming up is episode 7 of Bayside Buddy, where we will re- we will, uh, why, why can I, why do I keep doing that shit, man? You think I'd eventually... uh, I need to take speech lessons or something. Anyway, next episode, episode 7, we will be recapping episodes uh, 13 and 14, right? These were episodes 11 and 12. So 13 and 14 of season 1, entitled The Election and the Zack Tapes. The Zack Tapes... Oh, I love it. The Election was a good one, too, but the Zack Tapes... uh, The subliminal messages. Zack and his crazy antics... That's coming next episode of Bayside Buddy. Go to SeriumGrapeJuice.com for more episodes of Bayside Buddy, as well as episodes of Movie Buddy, movie commentaries, as well as recipes with videos. And you'll see why Slater was a dumbass for, you know, telling Jesse to go in and cook, man. Jesse better stay away from my kitchen unless she's able to cook on my level. Sorry, not sorry. But go there, SeriumGrapeJuice.com, as well as follow me on Twitter and uh, Instagram at IamNairby, as well as Twitch. If you're a gamer and want to watch me play games and fail and succeed, it's NairbyDo on Twitch, N-A-I-R-B-Y-D-O. Thanks for listening. Spread the word. Share the love. <sighs> Be a buddy. And uh, a friend. And maybe one day love cover. Anyway, we'll see you next time on Bayside, buddy. Have a lovely day. Ah, Canadian tuxedo. Terrible. (laughs) For real. (laughs) God. Have a lovely day.